everyone, it's Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 372. Now, the next story has been chosen by Henry in Wellington, New Zealand. Hello, Henry. And I do apologise, it's taken me a long, long time to read this story for you. It is called The Pink Suitcase. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. The Pink Suitcase by Susie Morkenstern. People brought teddy bears, a mobile for the cot, toys, baby clothes, a hobby horse, and even a swing. All perfect for a baby of three kilos and 437 grams, seven pounds or six ounces. All of them ideal gifts to welcome a new baby. There were boxes full of fashionable and expensive brands because this baby had been waited for and loved for a long, long time before he arrived. With his ten toes and his five fingers on each of his two hands, his chubby thighs, tufts of hair and angelic smile, so each visitor wanted to offer a more spectacular present than the last. There was confusion when grandmother arrived with her present. The baby's mother looked at the father and rolled her eyes. He shrugged his shoulders. (sighs) The baby itself gave a slight smile. Or did it just have wind? Ooh, disgusting. Grandmother hadn't taken the trouble to wrap the present in pretty paper. She simply walked in, dragging it behind her like a wooden duck on wheels. For a start, the colour was a little unusual. Who buys pink for a boy? Not just a pale pink, but a bright pink. A very, very pink one indeed. That shouts, look at me, I'm pink, I'm pink, I'm bright, bright pink. Everyone thought there must be something useful inside it. But no, it was empty. A suitcase for a baby? Where is this going? What's going on? He doesn't even know how to walk yet shouted the father to the mother. Uh, uh, well, at least it's original. A suitcase is a very practical present, and you know my mother doesn't do anything like other people. I'm the living proof of that, said the mother. Baby Benjamin was always looking in the direction of the pink shape in his bedroom. It was as if he was stretching out his arms to touch it, and walking to it in baby talk. Every time his mother hid the disgusting monstrosity of monster, that's the pink suitcase, in the wardrobe, baby Benjamin looked for it until his father had to take it out of its hiding place. Can you believe it, boys and girls? He had a pink, pink suitcase. It was absolutely unbelievable that this was pink. It was the most pink suitcase you have ever seen in your whole, whole life. Pinker than pink. Pink, 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 and more, and more, and more pink. Once baby Benjamin was able to crawl, he always went straight to his prized pink possession. He used it as a bed for his soft toys, a garage for his trucks, a runway for his airplanes, and a table for his little cups and saucers. He liked to use it as an African drum, a Chinese tambourine or Cuban bongos banging on it with all of his might with his fists and 
feet. Then a miracle happened. He finally got up onto two legs, putting one foot in front of the other, falling and pulling himself up again. Then he used the suitcase as a crutch to keep himself upright. It gave him confidence. To his mother's despair, he dragged the suitcase all through the house. It made his father smile gently. He went round the house three times like a cyclist in the Tour de France. Three times making scratches on his mother's precious wooden floor. It was too much for her. She banished the suitcase to the cellar. Baby Benjamin, big and strong, lost his smile and his appetite. He didn't want to eat. The suitcase was his special thing. Strange, perhaps, but it was his thing. Now that he could make a few sounds, he tried to make her understand. She gave him other toys, different blankets, a new tea towel, but he rejected them all. He said no. He wanted the suitcase. He would take her hand and lead her to the cellar doorway. She refused to understand. Finally, her father fished out the suitcase and put it back in the baby's bedroom. The suitcase became a real suitcase for the first time when Benjamin was invited to sleep over at his friend Roman's house. He was scared to go to sleep so far away from his father and his mother, but he was brave and his suitcase made him feel more confident. The sleepover went very well and the suitcase became his faithful travel companion. He went often to Roman's house and Roman visited him often too. Before he started school, his mother bought him a new school bag, an expensive one with lots of pockets. Success guaranteed. Benjamin didn't like it. He transferred all the contents into, I think you can guess it boys and girls, the pink suitcase. His mother was quite upset. It was like this. His mother and grandmother didn't get along so well, but they both adored Benjamin. They absolutely loved him to pieces, to bits. Even so, his grandmother had a triumph when her son invited her to join them on their historic walk on the first day of school. Benjamin walked happily along with his suitcase, the pink suitcase. His mother controlled her anger. She was really, really angry. His father did what he could to keep the peace. Benjamin was a good pupil, a good friend, a good son full of enthusiasm. Being teased about the colour and shape of his school bag didn't worry him at all. Like his grandmother, he didn't want to be like everyone else. He didn't want to be invisible. He wanted to be true to himself. At high school, his faithful old suitcase, the pink suitcase, still followed him, which allowed his father to say to his mother, my mother brought a quality long-lasting birth gift after all. The suitcase went with him to university and to his first job as well. Then to his first apartment when he left the house, when he had grown up and finally said, oh, uh, Goodbye, mother. Goodbye, dad. But when he had to pack for his honeymoon, his wife showed him a new suitcase that had been given to them as a wedding gift and said with a stern voice, We're not taking that pink thing to a four-star hotel. But it's almost new, Benjamin protested. He exchanged a look with his father and another one with his grandmother who seemed to say, sometimes you need to compromise in this life. He understood. Sometimes he would do what his wife said, and sometimes she would do what he said. He left the pink suitcase behind, but he didn't get rid of it. Not completely. 
He entrusted it to his grandmother. Grandmother, will you look after my suitcase until their first child is born? The end. Boys and girls. Henry, I absolutely love that story. I'd never read it until just now. And actually, I have a pink suitcase too. I have pink t-shirts. I have a pink shirt. When I go to school, boys and girls, I wear a pink shirt with a pink tie. Because I think pink is a magical and beautiful colour. And it doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or a woman or a man or a cat or a dog or a monkey or a fish or a gerbil or a lion. Everyone can like and enjoy pink. I will see you very, very soon on Mr. Charlton's Audio Stories. Three, two, one. Bye, bye.